Adam Carter in for Chad once again on this Friday. Good afternoon to you and many, many thanks to all of you who uh, listened in and donated to uh, the Second Harvest Heartland yesterday. Let's Kick Hunger, another great event and a lot of money raised, and that's because of uh, you folks listening. So bravo to you, tip of the cap, clap of the hands. And uh, thank you so much. We are back in studio today. Chad uh, still sick, but he's on the mend. The good news is, bad news for Chad, he was scheduled to uh, have a trip this weekend. Had to cancel the trip because he was sick. Uh, But the good news is, uh, for you, the listening audience, Chad will be back on Monday. Uh, That may or may not be good Eh. news. (laughs) That's fine. That may or may not be good news for Dave Harrigan. Or you. But I'm happy to uh, have been... Uh, at least a semi-able stand-in for Chad the last few days. So I want to start here today on a frigid cold day, on a frigidly cold day where people probably go outside and their face freezes and they say, where's the global warming? Why don't we view, or here, I'll rephrase this, we should view climate change as an opportunity. Climate change should be an opportunity for actually the world, but specifically for the United States of America. We're the shining city on the hill. Let's not forget that. This is the place all other countries look to as to being the beacon of light, the the country ahead of others when it comes to innovation, when it comes to scientific advancement. Climate change is an opportunity. 651-461-9226. Six five one four six one nine two two six. Why is it not? Why is it not? Why must we fight about it? Why must we accuse others of saying this is fake? This is somehow made up. For so many years, people pushed back. Climate change isn't real. And then they said, "Well, it's real, but it's not man-made." I mean, how do we know uh, how the the cycles of the Earth happened? You know, millions of years before men showed up. It's an opportunity, and it should be. It should be. This should be a. This should be a, an issue Republicans lead on. Repu- private business. Get government out of it. Private business is the way to lead to solve the climate crisis. And here's why. So Governor Walls today uh, will get. I don't know if it happens today, but the Senate has passed the uh, carbon bill. Minnesota carbon-free by 2040. Uh, I'm trying to do the math. What is that? 17 years from now, the state of Minnesota will be carbon-free. And I'm reading the comments on the Star Tribune article, and it must have been talked about before I got on the air today because we've got many texts saying, give me a break. Get ready for rolling blackouts. Get ready. These sustainable powers don't have the... Don't have the uh, the efficiency, they don't have the reliability of the old guard, the old coal power. Really? The state's largest utilities are already far ahead of the pace when it comes to these guidelines. And yes, I understand the smaller uh, electric providers in the state of Minnesota. Uh, It's a a bigger task for those smaller um, utilities to get on board. But they can appeal to get at least until 2040, to get at least part of that renewable energy in place. They can appeal to 
extend the extend the the timeline, so to speak. But if you look at the two XL Energy and Centerpoint, they're ahead of the game already. They're ahead of the benchmarks that the state is laying out. Last time I checked, that's private business. They might be getting some, you know, government subsidies to do that, but that's an opportunity. I don't understand why we dig our heels in and say this. No, that we can't do that. This is the way we've done it. This is the way we power our homes for years. This is how we do it. I mean, I, I know why those coal companies, fossil fuel companies, oil companies, they've got pretty strong lobbyists. And that message that they get out, it resonates. And they spend a lot of money on a lot of different media companies to get that message out. But to me, this is one of those issues that really transcends whether or not you are a Republican or a Democrat. You see a problem. Where is America's problem-solving ability? Where is our collective, you know what, we're faced with an issue. Let's solve it. And you know what? The people who come up with the ability to solve it, create jobs to do it, create methods to get it done, that's job opportunity. Why do we miss that? Why does that get lost in the political arguments? 651-461-9226. Texter, I would like to see the coal plants shut down but left standing in case of emergencies. Now, that's part of the argument right now. Okay, should we have backup plants? And I will say this, the the 2040 plan that's going to be signed, there isn't a lot of talk about nuclear. There, I'd like to see more of that. Nuclear power, we hear nuclear, we think, oh, my God. Because, like anything, the first usage for nuclear power, we just said, well, let's kill people with, uh, with uh, nuclear power. That's a great way to use this energy. That energy should be harnessed to be used for good, and it's becoming safer. So I think that conversation about nuclear energy should be a more broad one. That should be part of this discussion into weaning off fossil fuels. Um, but... Just to say, oh no, this is. We, we attribute this to uh, we attribute this to the, the political parties. They're pushing this, so this can't be good. Let's just get get out of that mentality and say, okay, this is a problem, and we're going to solve it, and people can make some money doing it. JT's in Elk River. He's called on the uh, Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. JT, why can't we look at this as an opportunity? Well, I think the reason why it's the way that people are built with their mindset. You and Jordana did a section, oh, I'd say maybe three, four weeks ago, um, talking about 100 years ago. In 1923, uh, people, a person said that homes will be powered by uh, electricity Mm -hmm. and people will be able to communicate with each other with things in their hands um, uh, without a, a wire or a cord. And uh, you you have to know that back in 1923, people doubted everything right. that was being said. Sure. And they didn't believe it. There's no way that I, I can heat my home with a, a, a furnace. Or there's no way that I'm going to be able to talk to people uh, on, a, on a device on a, on a different continent. I think it's the same thing with this 2040 carbon-free thing. People mm-hmm. just, there's no way. Yep. But I believe that there is a way. JT, thanks for the call. That's JT and Elk River. The reason nuclear isn't part of the conversation is that leftists don't want solutions. Really? I mean, that's 
Thank you, Tom, for the text. I appreciate it. But that's immediately where we go. Well, the left is... Aren't they coming up with solutions? Isn't that what this is about? The, the solution is not to say, well, is to just suddenly, do, well, this isn't going to work. So we've got to maintain uh, our, our old way of heating our homes and running our cars. Um, that's not problem solving. That's what we just fall back into pointing at the other side. Uh, Jared has called in on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. By the way, if you want to uh, enter in on the conversation, 651-461-9226. Go ahead, Jared. It's actually Jared. Uh, it's all right. Um, no, uh, I mean, when it comes to solar power and wind power, I mean, we can't just live off of that. We Look at how the electric cars are handling this cold weather. You have to charge it more like you basically – it's worse than a gas car. Gas cars you just fill up in ten minutes and or five minutes, and I mean electric cars you have to wait longer, and it does not make sense in this climate that we live in for electric cars. And the sun's not always shining. Yeah, but that yeah, the sun doesn't always shine. But when the sun, it's not like you have to have the sun shining all the time. Garrett, thank you for the call. You don't have to have the sun shine. It, 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 when the sun shines. It, it reserves that energy. It does, you don't need constant sunshine. And that's, again, I, I, get, the, I get why people think that. Yeah. You know, like we had, a, we had a guy come over a couple weeks ago, try to sell us solar panels. And actually, we're looking into that. Me too. Um, and that's my first question is like, okay, what about when the sun doesn't shine? I mean, those are fair questions. Mm-hmm. What about when the, you know, it snows here? We got a lot of snow. What, what happens when the snow covers up the, the panels? Um, that doesn't happen. They're made to snow slides off the panels Mm -hmm. and but those are fair questions i get that but to immediately just say well it's not going to work because it's cold here and it's different here no this is why we have innovation this is why we come up with different ideas and this is why it evolves yeah well that's everything you said i think was in his call there and god bless him but okay if electric cars you just give art fit for this environment well we're done yeah no you're saying Let's find a way. Right. Let's be innovative. Let's be the America that we're told we are, right. that we expect to be the America that solves a problem that says, okay, well, if electric cars aren't working here, yeah. how do we make them to work here? Right. 651-461-9226. Calls and texts coming in. We better take a break. Uh, Major Garrett uh, coming in about 10 minutes. The Chinese balloon. Lots of controversy over the Chinese balloon. We'll get to the bottom of it with Major Garrett. But uh, your calls and texts. Why don't we view climate change as an opportunity? I think we should. More on that next. I challenge Dave Harrigan to come up with balloon songs. And this is a given. This is the first one that comes to mind. When you think of balloon songs, does it get any better than this one? I think it's the goat, you would say. Yeah. Is this the German version? Yes. You bet it is. We've got the English version, too, coming up perhaps a little later. Because <laughs> there can't – did you find enough balloon songs? We'll oh, find out. there's a plethora. Plethora of balloon of songs. Balloon right. Songs. That's because of the, that's in honor of the Chinese balloon, which was spotted hovering over Montana and has now created an incident, international incident. Uh, we'll get to that with Major Garrett coming up in about 10 minutes from now. But I'm starting out talking about why Americans can't put aside our petty differences – and say, you know what, climate change, it's happening. Okay, let's do something about it. This is an opportunity for American business. XL Energy, last time I checked, that's a private company. Serves 1.3 million dollar or 1.3 custom, million customers in Minnesota. They were excited 
about today's uh, the passage of the 2040 Carbon Free Energy Bill, which Governor Walls will sign. Excited about it because they're already doing it. They're already on their way to evolving from fossil fuels. Rod has called in on the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line, 651-461-9226. Go ahead, Rod. Yeah, thank you. Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Yeah, say, uh, I, I was just going to say, I don't know if it was 1908 or 1910, we've come a long way since then. Henry Ford's first car was electric. And we've come a long way since then, and there's alternative ways to charge Mm-hmm. You know, not just solar, there's wind, there's hydroelectric, and there, now there was a major advancement made in fusion power, yeah. nuclear, where you don't have the waste. Right. Now, I'm not jumping on the fence and saying climate change is our fault. Uh, you know, no matter what kind of advancement we come out with, there's always some downfall. I don't care what it is, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, now the batteries, uh, you know, I don't know if they're, they should come up. They're going to come up uh, better batteries, supposedly. But how toxic are them batteries going to be? You know, there's all kinds of things, questions. Yep. Uh, look at the trains, though. Right after, right late World War II, they started coming out with the electromotive, the diesel engine run a generator, and, and they say it burns a gallon and a half of fuel a okay. mile. And it was moving, I don't know how many tons of freight. Right, Rod, i got to get to other calls. Thank you. Yep. Thanks Thanks for the call. Uh, Henry Ford's first car was gasoline-powered. I think he said electric-powered. That would have been something else. But no, it was gas-powered. But, yeah, uh, lots of questions. But that's the thing. Batteries have evolved. Uh, Safer batteries, lithium batteries. We evolve. We find different ways to make that energy, harness that energy and use it. Chris has called in. Thank you, Chris. Go ahead. I honestly, I'm like Adam. I don't get the thinking as to why we can't do it. Let's figure out why. Um, good example. Minnesota actually leads the nation in being environmentally conscious. Let's push that forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a group that studies solar policies across 50 states. The solar policy for Minnesota is better than Florida. Florida could run the whole state on solar, but they have made the sunshine. The it's the sunshine state. <laughs> exactly. They could run the state on solar pol- uh, power. But the policies are not there to allow it to happen because the solar policy was written by the power companies. Yep. So you see a ton of solar you see a ton of solar panels on houses, but the homeowners get no use of those panels. They go it all goes to the power company. Power company. Chris, thanks so for the yep. You don't see the adoption in Florida like you should. Thank you, Chris. So Minnesota's leading. Leading the way. Yeah, we should be proud of that. And but harness change it too. Like see solar power. I drive by, you see those fields with solar panels, and that doesn't look great. Windmills don't, you know, aesthetically. Because, I think, though, because that's, like, such a jarring thing when you first see it. But, like, I think if you get used to it, and if you're a landowner or a farmer and you sell suddenly some of your land and you can get paid for putting solar panels mm-hmm. when otherwise it would be a field of, I don't know, corn or soybeans. I, I know a family that did that. Is that really that much more jarring to see than just seeing corn out there? If the farmer is getting paid for that, maybe even be, being paid better than he was, he or she was getting paid for putting corn or soybeans or some other crop out there. As the first caller said, it's just a change of mindset and things, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, Probably aren't going to be that unusual, like electric cars. They've got electric pickup trucks now. And, and the fission, 
uh, that, that was discovered just a few months ago. And, yes, we're decades away from really seeing that, but that might even make battery usage obsolete uh, in the future. I'm just saying it's opportunities. Where is our American can-do-ism? We, we lose some of that if we just automatically say, well, this is being pushed by, uh, by a certain group for some way to punish private business or private you know, homeowners. It, it doesn't have to be that way. It, 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 we can figure out new ways to do things and look back in the past and say, God, can you believe we actually argued about that? How silly were we back then? 1229 News Talk 830 WCCO. What's going on with China? Why have they put a balloon uh, above Montana? And do we really fear China if they're using balloons to spy on us? <laughs> Seems a little primitive to me. Uh, I want to bring up uh, the Chinese balloon controversy with Major Garrett. We'll talk to Major also about Ilhan Omar being relo- removed from the Foreign Affairs Committee. Lots to talk to Major about. He is the typical Friday, usual Friday guest of Chad Harmon at 1235. And I'll be fortunate enough to talk to him next on CCO.